Welcome to Eurovision with Adam. I'm your host, Adam McCallick. Thank you so much for joining. We are all in on these Eurosong interviews. The next one is with Bambi Tug, who is competing to represent Ireland with their song Doomsday Blue. This is definitely a very, very interesting conversation. Bambi was very honest, very transparent, and we talk about a lot of topics. So let's start the interview. Welcome Bambi Tug, who's competing in Eurosong for Ireland with their song Doomsday Blue. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for joining Bambi Tug. I'm just kind of curious, what made you get into music in the first place? Um, what made me get into music in the first place? Um, I've always, I've always loved making music. I've always wanted to um, be a performer. Mm-hmm. Um, I studied dance first and then musical theatre in, in university in London. Um, and I guess I just always wanted to be front and centre. You know, I want to put on shows. Um, yeah, there was never really any other, like, obviously I wanted to do, I was doing dance and stuff, but everything was always creative. Like, there, it was always a creative path for me. There was no, there was no other choice. There is no other choice. It'll always be something either musical or creative. Yeah, that's really, really cool. And a lot of new people have discovered you, like including me through Eurosong, and we've discovered your unique sound, your unique music style. So I'm wondering who are like your musical inspirations? Um, my musical inspirations, wow. Um loads. You know, I actually listen to everything from classical music to like jazz to to rap to um folk to rock. Um hmm. but Oh, gosh. I mean, Gaga is definitely one of my inspirations, but then... Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there's so much. I love Joni Mitchell. Um, I love Missy Elliott. I love uh, Ice Spice. Um, I love um, <laughs> The Knife. Um, I love... Um, there's so much. I don't know. Every Everything is... I guess every, I have so many uh, inspirations, but also... You know, it comes from movies and books as well and life. I think everything can lead to musical inspiration. Yeah, Um, and those are some really good choices. And you've already had like a lot of success in your career. You're already getting some BBC One radio airtime. You've appeared in publications like Rolling Stone UK and ME, just to name a few. So I'm kind of curious, what made you make the decision to enter Eurosong for Ireland? Um, well, it's something that I've always thought about doing as in entering for Eurovision. Um, and this year, everything just kind of fell into place for, for entering it. You know, my friends were very encouraging. And um, I think now that Ireland's tied with Sweden, I was kind of like, right, <laughs> something needs to change. Um, so, yeah, um. I don't know, the thing's just aligned for it this year, you know? And also, um, yeah, I have built up myself, my career in the UK and in, in Europe, but Ireland had no idea who I was. And this is the soil that, like, birthed me, you know? This is the yeah. this is the place that's the reason for me being uh, this creative 
force, I guess. And uh, I really want to, I really wanted to, you know, have the shot at, at showing my country my art. And uh, it's been so, so welcomed. And I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm grateful. I'm, I'm delighted. It's lovely. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And it's it's been like a week and a half or two weeks and you've already gained like thousands of new fans through this experience before the actual performance happened. I know. It's great. It's crazy. It's crazy. But you know what? Everyone who's joined as like as the fandom is like is super, super lovely. Like I'm super proud of that. But the people that are flocking to to join the, the House of Doug <laughs> are um just super good humans as well. It's been crazy as well. Somebody got their my name tattooed on their leg the other day. Oh wow, <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and, I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. And do you like have any like favorite Eurovision memories or Eurovision songs like of all time? Like watching the contest. Um, can she divorce for me? Definitely. Um, and favorite memories was kind of when my older sister started letting me come to her Eurovision parties when I was cool enough to hang out with her apparently because <laughs> um, you know that way when you have siblings like I I don't know it's just me or it's probably loads but when you're a certain age and your sisters or your siblings are a bit older so then therefore you're not cool enough yet to hang out with them yeah and then it changes so uh, those those Eurovision memories for me are are most special because I really waited a long time in my in my childhood for before my sister was like, let's be friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're actually friends with Luke Black, who represented Serbia at Eurovision 2023. Has he given yeah. you any advice for this experience? Um, he said it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that some of his fans had reached out um about me, but to him. But um he's busy. I don't even know where he is in the world, to be honest. Um, but he's a sweetheart. And he actually did some editing of my um, my video headbang. If you guys saw that. He also has many other skills, basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it was great to see him on it as well. It was really, I was really proud to see see a pal on there. And for the creative, um, like his set was amazing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like the, and the design of, of the, the mm-hmm. thing he was lying on and the, the, the people the dancers um also was awesome i think we need more alt all the all the time mm-hmm. um, so yeah. and your eurovision song your euro song song is called doomsday blue what is yeah. the song about um so the the song is about um having your potential overlooked in relationship in in career in in life um and getting taken for granted um that's what the chorus kind of is about. And I guess that also directly um, correlates to, um, I guess, where queer people, queer community mm-hmm. in the world as well. And the verses are me kind of casting a spell, not just on the people who've hurt me or, or, or don't be wrong, but also on my negative self-talk. Like um, the second verse is like, if I, if I could ever the thoughts in my head. So, so it talks about me wanting to change, change my negative self-talk, my imposter syndrome even that comes with, with all of this. And um, the song kind of travels through so many genres that it, you know, I think it's quite, um, it's pushing a lot of boundaries musically and um, also just 
allows me to show off different aspects of my voice in one three minute song, you know? Um, so I think it's a special song. Like, I mean, it's, it's definitely polarizing as well for people. Like, I think some people don't understand it, but then, um, you know, the music industry does exist outside of, <laughs> outside of um, Ireland. And I think what they're used to really. So hopefully um, yeah. everyone will see that it's, you know, yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely good to be polarizing for Eurovision. It's better to have a polarizing song than to have like a mid pop song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Eurosong, when I'm recording this, it's only like six days away. Do you have any like exciting staging plans? I know you can't be too specific. I mean, have you thought about if you go to the actual Eurovision, have you thought about any staging for that yet? Yeah, if I go to the Eurovision, the staging is like I've already drawn a big plan of it um, and uh, just extremely, extremely, I guess, theatrical and the and and highlighting the different um, genres as the song goes through. Um, I would want more dancers, you know, like I I only have the, the budget to be able to afford two dancers for this mm-hmm. um this staging but I really hope that the one at your song just gives a hint into the world um, that we want to create and I hope like I mean that'll be shown through my costume and, and the dancers and um, the lighting plan because um, I guess we're limited with what we can do in the mm-hmm. art studios but um, the thing is if we got to Malmo the production um I guess, uh, what's that word? What's the word? My brain is gone. My brain is gone. Maybe like just more, like, like just more ex- not the production value, but the, the possibilities, the possibilities yeah. are so giant. And like, mm-hmm. I just hope everyone gives me a chance to do that because my stage show would be just so incredible. Like, mm-hmm. uh, if, if not anything, well, yes, of course, vote for the song and vote for, vote for queer and, and send the witch, but also vote for what the stage show at Malmo could be. Because holy moly God. <laughs> yeah. It just has so much potential, you know, like it has so much potential for an incredible stage uh, staging. Um, so I'm really so excited if if I get if I get the chance to do that um at a bigger, bigger scale. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to give anything away either. Like watch this show. <laughs> yeah it'll be very exciting friday anyways and ireland yeah, ireland have only qualified for the eurovision final once in the last 10 years which is worse than like any other country including your micro states like malta san marino yeah. anyone why do you think ireland is not doing well and do you think you can change that i think yes i can definitely change that um i think that ireland just hasn't been sending the right the right stuff or the right people haven't been entering um you know like the caliber of of music in in the industry and 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 outside of our little country is is tough and and mm-hmm. extremely um i guess there's a lot of competition out there but also there's there's a lot of there's also space for everyone's art that's another thing but it's if you want to be um, I guess we're up with the big dogs, <laughs> then the the standard has to has to come has to come up as well, you know. And, yeah. Um, 
it's a real it's a real grind and a real real hustle this industry um and you know you need a tough skin for it but you also you need the vision to like mm-hmm. for a song we should be also um thinking about what artists we want to get behind in terms of who we want to give this platform to who has a catalog to back it up who like who can continue after the eurovision you know um to bring to bring light into our into our country and bring the music industry back to Ireland, you know, or bring it to Ireland. Um, so, yeah, I think maybe we just, um, we just haven't been sending enough queers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. Um, like you're non-binary and there isn't like a lot of non-binary representation in mainstream Ireland. Is it like a big deal to you that you're going to be showcasing yourself to half a million people on the Late Late Show on mainstream Irish TV and potentially even more at the actual Eurovision? Um, yeah, it's incredible. I, I think um, it's necessary, you know, like, yes, it's, we are underrepresented, but we are a giant proportion of the country, you know, um, and in my opinion, the I think the queer community is also the the building blocks of culture. Like, um, and I think that needs to be paraded. And you know, I've already got backlash um, from articles that say I'm non-binary online. From I like a lot of transphobic, a lot of um, anti-LGBT kind of speak. And you know that you're always going to have that. But I think especially after last year and just how even now how the world is like, I think it's also really important that we, mm-hmm. that we um, send, send representation um, because queer is insane and it's Eurovision. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. just think it would be awesome. Like imagine all these, like I would imagine me as a, as a little kid getting to see, me now on the on the late late <laughs> like it is definitely gonna have um some open mouths i think <laughs> the telly. yeah it would be you know i just yeah i'm delighted i'm i'm grateful i'm rambling now because i'm getting associated <laughs> you heard it <laughs> yeah it's amazing and like you are half swedish if you are like chosen to represent Ireland at Eurovision in Malmö, Sweden, how will that like mean to you? And what will be your reaction if you win Eurosong? Um, well, I'd be very, 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 very excited and happy to win. <laughs> um, I'd also love to go to Sweden. You know, I haven't actually, um, obviously, um, want to do uh, get to the stage in Malmö. I also haven't been to Sweden since I was very young. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to spend a lot of time there as kids, but um, not in years and years and years and years. And um, that would be gorgeous. And also it's ABBA's 50th anniversary year. Yeah. Like, I want to be there for that. I think like, that's another sign for me. It's like, okay, now it's in Sweden. Your other half of your blood. Um, so that would be, that would be cool. I'd also like be stocking up on salty licorice. I would use it as an excuse to send everyone to every shop to be like, we need to buy all the shops licorice. Um, yeah, it would be beautiful. It would be beautiful. It would feel, it would feel correct, you know? Yeah, that's amazing. And just to like finish up, do you have any like message for all your 
thousands of new fans and why should Ireland pick you? Um, you should pick me for change um, to shake up the Eurovision and the music industry um, and send me for a show and also uh, just remember to back yourselves completely and back me. Um, <laughs> and just welcome to the wonderful, weird world of um, House of Thug. And thank you so much for following me and sending me all the love. I feel it. I feel it. And I send it back to all of you as well. Yeah, that's amazing. And we'll all be cheering you on on the 26th of January, Bambi Talk. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. It's lovely to talk to you. So yeah, that was an amazing interview. I talked to Bambi Tug about a variety of topics from Luke Black to non-binary representation to their plans for Eurosong. So yeah, I really enjoyed that interview. So thank you so much for tuning in to Eurovision with Adam. These Eurosong interviews, it's so, so much. Not the interviews, like they're fine, but getting all the clips and putting them on TikTok Instagram, specifically TikTok, because that's where they get the success that they get. So, yeah, I'm going to keep going. And if you enjoyed this interview, tell a friend or two. And if you want to see the video clips from the Eurosong interviews, look on my TikTok, allthingsadam.ie, or the podcast Instagram page, Eurovision with Adam. And please give Eurovision with Adam a five-star review. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have an amazing day. Bye.